Hello and welcome back to another episode of Be Bougie, Be True, Be You. How are you? I hope you're having a nice week and the weather is not getting to you too much. Now, I am definitely a sun person. I love it. I could sit outside in it all day. However, if you're in the UK right now, you know what I'm talking about. It's just got a little bit unbearable. I haven't been able to sleep for about three nights. I don't know what to do with myself. You're like running cold baths, you're having a quick cold shower, but I don't have a paddling pool and I'm very jealous of everybody that does right now. I love it, but it's just a bit too much. I generally feel like every time I walk outside, I'm walking into a tumble dryer. (laughs) This week's episode is all about procrastination because I definitely am somebody that if I'm a little bit stressed, a bit overwhelmed, and if I'm being completely honest, having a lazy day or a lazy moment, I will procrastinate. So right now I'm going to stop procrastinating and I'm going to get stuck in. You're listening to Be Bougie, Be True, Be You with Charlotte Jones, the podcast to chat about a little bit of anything and everything. So procrastination. I know this is something that we all do from time to time and some of us are worse than others. If I'm being completely honest, I'm very one extreme or the other. So I will either create a super tight schedule, stick to it religiously, get up insanely early and seem like superwoman, or I will massively procrastinate. And there are two ways, the biggest two ways anyway, that I notice I'm procrastinating. And the first one is the screen time on my phone goes up. You know, you get that, I don't know if it's an app or just a notification and it tells you every Sunday or Monday, this is your screen time for the week. And there are some weeks I feel like I'm smashing it because it says you've only been on for average of like an hour a day. And I'm like, that's not bad. And there are other weeks you look at it and you think, do you know what? I really, I don't need to know that. It's all right, thanks. <laughs> could really do without it. And the other way I know when I'm procrastinating is I will get through more of a box set or box sets than I have planned to. And I'll suddenly think, how am I so far ahead? And the truth is, the reason I'm so far ahead is because I'm giving all my attention to that and not where it should be. So I was having a little think about this and the main reasons why I procrastinate. And of course, there are going to be days where you just lack motivation, especially if you've been busy in general life, you can be tired and all of those things contribute to us losing a little bit of focus. But I think the two biggest things are self-doubt and a lack of self-awareness. Now, I won't talk too much about self-doubt today because I have done recently in a previous podcast with Bryn Lucas. It was a fantastic episode. Bryn shared loads of insights. You can always go back and find that one. But self-doubt to me, it's when I set a goal and when I set it, I feel really confident. But it doesn't take much sometimes, does it, to just knock that little bit of confidence out of us, whatever it might be. And we think, really, can I do this? Is this out of my reach? And it's so easy to spiral. And even when you tell yourself, look, I know I can. If you've already set that little thought for the day where you're like, this is just too much, you're going to want to avoid it like we all do from time to time. And my way of avoiding is, like I said, it's basically screen time and living in other worlds. If I'm watching something like Suits, 
where they're all super go-getters, I can tell myself the excuse, oh, it's so motivating to watch this, this is really getting me in the mood. Or even my guilty pleasure, which is selling sunsets because they're all boss babes going out selling these amazing Hollywood homes. And I do love a bit of the LA lifestyle, if I'm being honest. (laughs) But I could watch one episode and justify that as genuine motivation to watch these women going out and doing their thing. But when you watch three or four episodes, that's just an excuse to sit down and watch TV instead of doing what you need to be doing. And when it comes to self-awareness, I believe that sometimes, for example, I'll pick up my phone for a work purpose, but I'll realise five minutes later, I've just spent the last five minutes on Instagram and I generally haven't even, and that's what scares me sometimes, is I haven't even noticed that I've done it. I'll suddenly get to a point and think, no, I was on here for a reason. And this wasn't the reason. And that's because I'm not paying attention and I'm not being present in the moment of what I'm actually doing. Over the last year or so, something I've noticed that has really helped keep me aware of myself and my behaviours that I'm doing is actually feelings of anxiousness. Now, I know that sounds like a negative thing, but if I watch one TV episode, no anxiety, absolutely fine. If I watch two even, sometimes that's okay, especially if they're short episodes. But say it's a Sunday afternoon and I've told myself I'm going to clean the whole house ready to start the week with a nice clean and tidy house. I might have done a bit of cleaning and then I might make a cup of tea and sit down and watch one episode. That's the plan. But if I'm feeling just that little bit more chilled, it's Sunday, don't need to worry. I can do that. I've still got all day. That type of feeling. I notice once I get to the third or fourth episode, each time I press play to start the next one, I get a little pang of anxiousness and get a bit fidgety. And that pang will get a little bit stronger each episode if I go like sometimes four, five, maybe even six episodes. And I used to ignore that. I used to just think, I don't know why I'm just feeling anxious today. I don't know. I've realised it's because I'm not being in alignment with who I really want to be. Now, somebody who I want to be is somebody that does enjoy TV, but in moderation. And moderation is a huge thing. I used to just associate moderation with food and exercise. But I've realised that moderation is something that can massively help in all areas of life. Having TV in moderation, working in moderation, you don't want to tip the scales too far anyway in life to have a full, happy, healthy life. So if I can create enough self-awareness to go, right, you've watched two, that's enough. Turn the telly off without thinking about it. That anxiety feeling that might have started to creep in will disappear instantly and I will get so much more done. I genuinely believe our brains encourage us to procrastinate sometimes because there's a scientific element as well. Back in caveman times, if you took silly risks, you were literally risking your life every day. And even though obviously our lives have evolved and adapted so much, that is still science and that will still be there. And our brains don't like the unknown, even if amazing things could happen it still doesn't know what those amazing things are. So it would rather us stay safe, stay in that bubble and you know you'll survive. And I've really had to change my thinking on that and think, yeah, it's all well and good surviving, but I don't want to just survive. I actually want to live. I want to take risks and have an exciting, adventurous life. One saying that I have actually printed out and I've stuck it on my chest of drawers so I see it every morning when I wake up is everything is temporary because procrastination is easier to do than take a risk and say a risk doesn't pay off or say you put yourself out there with somebody and they reject you or they ignore you whatever it is that feeling that I know feels awful we've all felt it it's only temporary it will pass and the next risk you take could have bigger and better outcomes than you could possibly imagine so 
the best way is to just keep moving through. Don't focus on the past. Don't focus on the future. Just focus on that immediate next step. Because sometimes that feeling of overwhelm can also lead us to procrastinate because we can think there is so much that I need to do here before I can even get to there, wherever there is, that it just seems too much or impossible. But if you just think, well, actually, if today I just do these three short things on my list, they're only going to take me a few hours tops. That's created that first small step towards the bigger goal. But you've lived in the moment. You haven't worried about the bigger goal because you've just worried about those three steps. And sometimes, going back to the brain with the whole scientific angle, I find it very easy to get into arguments with myself, which creates more self-doubt, where I'm like, why aren't you just doing this thing? You know it's going to take you 10 minutes. Just do it. And the more you fight with yourself, the more you don't end up doing it. So instead of fighting with myself now, I have kind conversations in my head and I realise that my brain isn't trying to sabotage me, it's trying in its own roundabout way to protect me. So I'm like, okay, but nothing that bad is going to happen. And even if something a little bit bad might happen, it'll only be for a short time and it will go away again. And the more kinder that I am to myself, the more I also stop procrastinating. The two main things that I have found that really help me to stop procrastinating as I mentioned earlier, is self-awareness. And I have been working on my self-awareness for a couple of years now, but I truly believe you will never conquer self-awareness completely. You can always be more aware because it's so easy to stop paying attention. You consciously have to remind yourself to be aware of what you're doing all the time. And it takes a lot of work. And I don't think it's something we ever master. I think it's just something that we get better at over time. But using self-awareness being kind to myself instead of arguing with myself. And there are two quotes that I say to myself out loud now. If I have a negative thought, which might start a procrastination, I say no. And I have to say it out loud. And it feels a little bit embarrassing because even if I'm in public, I sort of say it under my breath. I go, no. But physically saying it stops the thought in its tracks. And then I think of something positive. Even if it's oh my God, I'm loving the weather today, or oh, I actually just feel really happy today. It deflects from the negative and then automatically I feel in a better mood, more confident, and I'll go and get that work done. And the other phrase, if I start to feel panicky or nervous, is there is nothing to be afraid of. And again, if I'm alone or with people that I know I can trust, I will say it out loud. Otherwise, I say it in my head. But again, it's bringing that self-awareness into it to remind yourself to say that in the first place. So I feel like really they are all linked. But the more I have practiced those over the last couple of years, the more I have got done and the more I have achieved. And they are something that I will continue to practice. I'm actually going to do another podcast on procrastination fairly soon with Tommy Velez, who was a previous guest on Be Bougie, Be True, Be You, because he has some fascinating insights and ways that he deals with procrastination. But that will be coming up over the next couple of months. I hope in the meantime, this one has helped you slightly even with dealing with procrastination. And I will see you soon. <music>